podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Thanks for choosing this free Anfield Index podcast. If you'd prefer to listen to this or any of our other shows without adverts, then now's the time to check out Anfield Index Pro. With AI Pro, you can supercharge your entire listening experience. You'll not only get all of our podcasts without the ads, but you'll have them far faster with our quick publish feature available exclusively for subscribers. AI Pro also puts you in the heart of our sound studio with an option to listen to many of our shows live and interact with the podcasters in real time as the shows are recording. Upgrading couldn't be easier. AI Pro is available on all popular podcast platforms and we have our own apps for Apple and Android. Just head on over to AnfieldIndexPro.com and get started today. Welcome to the Daily Red, your lunchtime catch-up on all things Liverpool FC. On a Tuesday, after bank holiday weekend here in Ireland, I'm not sure if it was in the UK, if it wasn't, well, it sucks to be you, but it was here. So we had a pleasant weekend, and that pleasant weekend was aided by Liverpool's performance against Nottingham Forest, a very comfortable 3-0 victory, in which we saw some really, really promising moments of football from Liverpool. We got some great interchanges, some really nice build-up play. Defensively, we looked pretty good. They had their moments, and they maybe could have scored two, but we easily could have scored five. The final ball just let us down a couple of times. Certain shots didn't find their desired target, but goals from Jota, Darwin... And, of course, the unstoppable Mo Salah. Give us the win. Zabozlai was great. Darwin was great. Jota played well. Mo played well. Alexis had maybe his best game for the club. Virgil was imperious. Absolutely imperious. Ibu played well. Trent was better. Costas was better. And Ali had very little to do on the day. I've seen some people say it was our best performance of the season. I don't think it was. I think it's maybe top three or top four. Aston Villa at home, to me, still comfortably the best performance we've had this season. I don't think people have fully grasped how good that performance was. Bear in mind, Aston Villa in their last 37 league games... And I use that number because that's how many Unai Emery has taken charge of. 37 league games, 74 points. That's two points a game. That's top four caliber. Should they win their next game, which I believe they're playing one of the weaker teams in the league, that'll give them 77 points from 38 games. That is a full season worth. That is top three form. That's top three form over an entire 38-game sample size. Which means Aston Villa have been one of the best teams in the league since Unai Emery took over. And we very comfortably beat them without Virgil, without Ibu. They didn't really have any spell in the match in which they were the better team. They had moments, but they had no spell in the game in which you thought, we're under pressure here. And when you can do that to a team as good as Villa, that's that's a different level. Like, it's one thing doing it against a Forest who, with respect, they're not very good. To do it against Villa 
with the quality of players that they have, I think was very, very impressive. Now, obviously, in that game, they lost Diego Carlos early on, which put them on the back foot a little bit. There was an own goal by Maddie Cash, but we were we were up and running on three minutes through Dominic. The Cash goal came when we had an extended period of pressure. And Mo, as with the weekend, Mo wrapped it up with the third. I just think that so far remains the best showing that we've put forward uh, this year. And the other thing to factor in, that Villa team, they were pretty close to full strength that day. Forrest were missing a couple of players. But Villa were pretty close to full strength. And I think that performance still stands above for us this year. Uh, moving on to things that are more relevant to now, Pepin Linders has done the press conference today ahead of the upcoming game with Bournemouth in the League Cup. And he's given us the news that Ben Doak is back in training, which is really good. He trained for the first time on Monday. So that's a big, big promising sign. No Thiago and no Stefan Besetic. According to Linders, he's not available at the moment and we're working with the medical team to discuss how we introduce him over the coming period. It's a little bit of a worry that he's now been out this long. Considering it was only meant to be a very short absence for him. So that's a a little bit concerning, but we'll see how that goes. Uh, Connor Bradley is still out. Linder says that he's close. He's not in team training, but he's getting really close. He's with the ball. Uh, He's doing all of these things with Andreas, and that looks promising. And then he spoke about Thiago and said that obviously... It'll be great to have Thiago back and he will make uh, an improvement. Um, So there's a lot of things to to take from that. Uh, One good article I saw today on This Is Anfield is entitled uh, Taking My Dad to Anfield, What Football in Liverpool Means to Me. It's written by the brilliant Stephen Scragg. So do make sure you give that one a read when you get a chance. His work is is always outstanding. And I'd also recommend buying his books because they are also outstanding. Uh, Linder says he knows Ryan Gravenberg could become a special player at Liverpool. The, the talent is not, is not in doubt. The talent is outrageous. It's about how he uses that talent. We saw an outstanding performance in midweek against Bordeaux. And we saw a 5 out of 10, 6 out of 10 against Forrest. He wasn't bad, but he wasn't good. And that's the thing. He's looked good in Europa League. He looked good in the League Cup. He hasn't really put it together in the Premier League yet. I don't think the balance of him and Dominic works all that well because they both demand the ball so much or they both need the ball so much. 
I think for now, Curtis is the better one to play with either. I think Alexis would work better with either than they work with each other. But, you know, it's early in the season and there's still there's still time. Uh, as the search for his father continues, according to reports in the country, uh, Diaz is not expected to feature for Liverpool as they travel to Bournemouth following the kidnapping of his father. That's strange because it was reported that he was flying back to South America. Um, but it seems like that has changed. Now, where where he is at the moment, I, maybe he's in, in Liverpool, maybe he's somewhere else in South America trying to, uh, you know, keep in contact and obviously is, is you know, probably meet up with his family, get them out of Colombia to somewhere else. Um, but hopefully, hopefully we get a positive, positive outcome from this. Uh, Liverpool's platinum third kit to feature innovative Nike swoosh. Um, it's not been long since the full range was released, but we already know to anticipate platinum for next season's third kit. Okay, so that's for next season, so we can worry about that next season. 17-year-old winger signs new Liverpool contracts team glimpse. So this is Trent Coney doherty who really does look an outstanding talent. He really does look like he's one that will certainly play some part in the first team in time to come. Uh, Liverpool fans bemused by Mo Salah's Ballon d'Or top 10 snub. Yeah, he finished 11th. Uh, Very strange. Julian Alvarez, who wasn't first choice for City, was seventh. Uh, Certainly didn't have as good a season as Mo. Bernardo Silva was ninth. Definitely didn't have as good a season as Mo. And Luka Modric was 10th. And again, definitely didn't have as good a season as Mo. Um, Alvarez obviously did win everything there was to win. That's what boosted him. And he played important an important role at the World Cup, but he wasn't a top 10 player in Europe, in Europe last season. That's a nonsense. Bernardo, I didn't think, had his best season last year. But again, City won the treble. And I'm not really sure how Modric gets in. I know Croatia did well at the World Cup, but he was well below his, his previous standards uh, last season. Liverpool defender plays first game since red card debut. In unfamiliar role, Billy Cometio um, is with USL Dunkirk, was sent off in his first game and has made his comeback and he played at left back. So there you go. Um, Liverpool's first 10 Premier League results compared to 22-23. We are seven points better off than last season. So that is obviously a big, big positive. On Liverpool.com, there's again more about the Linders press conference. Liverpool has two new play- playmakers giving Jurgen Klopp something not seen since Philippe Coutinho. Given Dominic and Moore in the picture, I'm going to guess it's them. There's a piece about Andre. Uh, Liverpool is two players away from proving transfer myth wrong for Jurgen Klopp. Um. Okay. 
What is the transfer myth, though? La, 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 nothing here. Uh, talk of, you know, being close to a perfect squad. I don't think two players uh, gets us the perfect squad, but certainly could get us the perfect 11. Um, obviously, we've got great depth in attack. We're def- definitely missing that holding midfielder. Um, in defense, we, we could do with a bit of a shake-up at left-back for certain, and you'd like one more centre-backs. They're saying a left-sided centre-back who can also play left-back. I'd rather a a left-back and a centre-back, personally, and that midfielder. Um, but yeah, look, we're in we're in good nick, this, and this is year one of Liverpool 2.0. This is a transition season um, after last season's catastrophic season, so it's all going well. Uh, Jurgen Klopp faces new Alexis McAllister decisions. Luis Diaz responds to Liverpool gesture. Virgil van Dijk has just given Jurgen Klopp what he needs as Liverpool closes in on Man City. Um, New Liverpool triangle has created 58 chances as no team can match world-class Jurgen Klopp trio. That is Trent, Dominic and Mo. It's a piece about Linder. It's a piece about Owen Hargreaves for some reason. And on to AnfieldIndex.com, there is a piece on Trent Coney darty There is the post-mortem on Liverpool versus Forest. There's a piece predicting the starting 11 ahead of the Bournemouth game. Piece about the Carabao Cup in general and a piece about the Ballon d'Or. Podcast-wise, there is... The Rival Recon for Forrest, if you haven't heard it, it's still worth a listen. There's the post-match row with myself, Trev, and Carl Matchett. There is Monday Lynch time, and I'm the, I, I'm very much enjoying both this play on words and also the podcast itself. Uh, Dave Davis and David Lynch having a chat about the Forrest win, Dominic and Virgil, Darwin, the two games that are upcoming, Luis Diaz and midfield preferences and we've just recorded the latest scouted ahead of Bournemouth it's a bit of a rambling conversation we cover a whole bunch of different things there's not a huge amount on the Bournemouth game but we do talk about the cup in a bit more detail and why we think we should you know really go uh, go out to try and win this cup and um, yeah that's it that should be out later today and you've just heard this so There'll be this tomorrow as well, and there'll be this Thursday, and there'll be this Friday, and then we're at the weekend, and we'll have a scouted for Luton. There'll be a rival recon for Luton. Uh, there might be a Moby on the spot this week. There'll be an under pressure this week. We might get a scouts of Tommy's this week if the two boys are available. Dave Davis will have the press conference stuff as well. Dave's also doing a couple of new pods over on EPL Index. If you want to check those out, obviously check out the Two-Footed Podcast. It's the very best daily Premier League podcast in the world. In the entire world, it's the best one. Now, between you and me, that might be because it's the only one. But never let, never let these small minor details get in the way of a good story. And that'll do, folks. I will speak to you all tomorrow. Take care of yourselves. Bye-bye. We hope you enjoyed listening to this Anfield Index show. Please be sure to subscribe to our channel so future podcasts find their way to your device automatically. There's nothing quite like fan engagement, and we'd love to know what you think of anything discussed on this show. 
The best way to get in touch is over on our free Discord community, where both podcasters and listeners debate the hottest LFC topics 24-7. Sign up free now at anfieldindex.com forward slash discord. You won't regret it. You can also follow us on Twitter at Anfield Index and find us on Facebook by searching for Anfield Index. Oh, and before you go, we'd love it if you could leave us a five-star review on your favourite podcast app. It only takes a couple of seconds and it means the world to the people who create these free shows. Sports Social Podcast Network.